just being able to separate yourself from it. Like you're not your job. Like just cause you know, so-and-so sits at a computer and does accounting all day, like doesn't like mean anything about like who they are as a person. And it's like exactly the same as modeling. Like you have to separate yourself from it and like separate yourself from the people in it as well. Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. Ashley, guess what I did last night? Well, I like that we're putting on a show. I know what you did last night. I was virtually (laughs) there. You texted me live updates like it was a game I was watching, so I'm hip. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Nashville just opened up. Everyone knows like earlier in the summer they had the bar stool bar open and that was like a big deal because it was like their first one. Does anyone ever go to that? Do people ever say, let's go? Oh, yeah. It's, oh, they it's do. hip. People are loving it, especially boys, because it's like a very sports bar-y kind of vibe. And like the men love bars. Do they do beer pictures? I don't know about that. Remember the $5 ones that used to be at the place that shut down? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know about that. But then they just opened this DraftKings bar with PBR bar upstairs, which is not Pabst Blue Ribbon. It is professional bull you riding. And they're a PBR cheerleader. I should be. And there were girls wearing assless chaps as their mm-hmm. uniform, serving drinks. There was a lasso man with his little rope. There were people dressed to the nines. There were people riding the bull. It was just so iconic. Taylor Swift was playing for a minute. You should be a PBR cheerleader. And if our friend does visit you for Halloween, he should be the bull. <laughs> That's so iconic and you could wear ass chops let's talk at that i actually would really enjoy that like so much thank you so much for the idea um i'm a wealth of ideas today um and so i you did the mechanical bull and you see those it always gets embarrassing when it's too long because sometimes they start a little too easy and it goes right. far far too long and i'm like okay like i'm uncomfortable also yeah. my legs my bare legs on that bull usually there's like leather that you're sitting on or whatever oh, it, was, it was like the this, friction from the fur it was the fur <laughs> and it was hurting my legs so much but I was like just hold it in there like it's fine and it's something that's going to be exciting is that it's free I hate when they make you pay five dollars oh, to ride the ball nice mm-hmm. I can't wait to go then I know I'll I'm really excited there. About I'll it. sign me up let me buy tickets and let me tell you the night was extra fun because everything was free all night because it was their VIP grand opening and when things are free Feral Abbey comes out to play I could have had 12 drinks let me tell you it was just one after the other no no cost of my own dime and so your sober September is clearly over yes my cleanse it couldn't be more over if it tried well I'm still not like going crazy like going out every single night like this was the first school night I had been out in a while and my friend's birthday is on Saturday, so we're going to be feral for that. But it was just really fun. It felt very Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, saw a lot of people I knew, which makes me feel like I'm just so well-connected here in this little community of mine. And I just and, love running into people. And now there is a free mechanical bull. There wasn't one before, was there, in the city? Was there? Not that I knew of. There's one that at Wild Beaver Saloon, you have to pay $5. Yeah, no, I don't want to pay. I want yeah, it to be stupid. free. I just want to have to wait in line, and that's all. Exactly, yeah. Um, That is so fun and special. Did the cowboy let you hold his rope while he was spinning it around you? I told him to lasso me. I said, sir, will you lasso me? And he said, yeah, stand over here. And my friend videoed it. <laughs> And there were TikTokers galore at the VIP table behind their stupid ropes. There was bottle service girls. I was like, does anyone want to get on my shoulders? Like, you guys can get up there. Like, don't worry about it. Um, It was really fun. Taylor Holder was there. He rode the bull. And before he rode the bull, the guy on the announcements was like, we have a special guest joining us here on the bull, Taylor Holder. And I was like, why didn't they say that for me? Like, they should have announced (laughs) me like that. Um, I flirted with lots of boys. I met a lot of people. It was so fun. We ought to watch The Longest Ride. It's been a few years since we've watched it in communion. I Yeah, I recently watched it, but not in communion, just on my own. Yeah. But I'd be down. On my so own good. dime. <laughs> on my own dime. On my own dime and my own time. I did watch it. <laughs> it was just a really fun night, and I just love Nashville so much. So that's really all I had to share about that. 
How pleasant and how lovely. Um, this is very evident, I think, by our personalities and if you ever go through our social medias. But there is something that is so ingrained in Abby's being. It's almost disgusting. And I can't that, imagine what you're going to say. <laughs> you're right. I forget. You get nervous sometimes when I say stuff like this. It's going to come out of your mouth. <laughs> and it is that she is a consumer. A consumer mm. to the utmost degree where she is going to be a 73-year-old woman that is getting shipments and shipments from QVC, I think. Because you cannot stop I consuming. love to consume. And I love pretty things and nice things but I'm extremely controlled ever since I was a kid I've always been extremely controlled about like at want like buying things and usually you... the first child is the older oh, sister oh interesting mm-hmm. that's a nice analysis. and the younger sister goes crazy well I'm quite literally the youngest by 21 years so maybe that's why I'm insane maybe. but we were talking before this about how Abby needs to slow down with her consuming <laughs> <laughs> Anytime she sees something, purchase, purchase, purchase. <laughs> However, something is it the criminal. serotonin? Is it the serotonin hit? What is it? I think I also just like love clothes so much and I love expressing myself through them. It like feels like an extension of me. I think it goes beyond just like enjoying putting together outfits. Like it brings me so much pure actual joy. Like the new clothes that I get and how I can style them and like photograph them and all this stuff. Like it's so fun for me. I will say I've been trying really, really hard to be more selective with my items that I'm not just going to want them for a season or an event. I'm going to want them for evergreen. Like I literally have to think to myself before I put something in my cart, would I want this next year? Like would I still want this to be in my closet? And sometimes the answer is no and then I have to remove it from my cart. But I did exercise some self-control because today I did not purchase Morgan Wallen tickets with my beloved pre-sale code. You want to know why? No, you've seen him in April. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I was going to see him again at Nissan. But are you that big of a fan? (laughs) Yes. Yes. You're like a Taylor Swift fan to go multiple times just for yeah, later. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I would 100% okay. if the price is right. However, I don't think it was right. Oh my God. The prices on this Morgan Wallen website were worse than Taylor Swift. I was looking at like the cheapest options and like the very top of Nissan Stadium nosebleeds were like around 300 with like fees and everything and that's like the worst seats in the house worst seats if you were gonna only spend like a hundred dollars i support you going back to back but i assume that i knew it would be yeah my budget i like really wanted to spend 200 or less and to get like decent seats i don't i was curious and i was like i will spend 75 dollars on these tickets to Mm -hmm. see zach bryan because my Taylor Swift ticket is only hundred dollars. The second one, mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, Zach mm-hmm. Bryan. I should. When I just like signed up for the presale, I checked two hundred fifty, three hundred disappearing like that. Also three fifty, and it's like, who do these people think they are? I don't understand. Same like, with Noah Khan. Also, I presale. Okay, I'll spend sixty five dollars, four hundred. Which is nuts. And how are all of why? How and why are all of these people our age going to all of these things back to back to back? I don't know, credit card debt or like. You're spending thousands on concert tickets. Sometimes people do that instead of traveling. It's just whatever brings you joy. That's true. Or you're consuming. Mm hmm. Uh, But that's just wild to me. Maybe they're not also buying outfits for all these things. That everybody is like Taylor Swift prices now. Me and some friends, an activity that we're doing tonight, which I mean you're going to repeat, is um, a seasonal one because, you know, like in our last episode, we talked about all this pressure to perform seasonal activities or else you'll yes. just die. You'll of combust, course. spontaneously combust if you don't. Um, so it is watching probably one of the screams and painting pumpkins. And we might, we're going to probably repeat that when you're here. And I can't wait to compare my painted pumpkin to your painted pumpkin. That's really know, mean, Ashley, because you know, know mine's going to be bad. You're artistically challenged. <laughs> And I'm mildly artistically gifted. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's really mean of you to like admit that. But at least, um, at least you know you're in your so heart. You're so good at so many other things. And you're so pretty and tall. Like you talking to boys. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I can talk to boys, but I can't paint pumpkins. And all we do is scream, Abby, Abby, come pose us, please. We need help that's while we're true, taking that's photos. True. Okay. That's fair. I had an experience actually that relates to our guest today which i should have saved this to say right before we intro her but whatever um, the, the the art of audio is that you can cut it and move it if you want but the art of being lazy is that you don't want to and so <laughs> i was in temecula this weekend as you'll recall i did not ride the mechanical bull because it was ten dollars plus ten dollars to get into that bar 
so we didn't even go into that bar because it was a double 10 and 20 no. bucks to ride a bull. Please. No. But I did notice that when I woke up one morning, because sure, a lot of drinking and it was someone's birthday, et cetera, et cetera. Um, not even hard alcohol. No hard alcohol to be found, really. Just a lot of beer and wine. But when I did wake up one morning in the comfort of the house we were staying in, we were just hanging out by the pool at night. I was like, where's my purse? Where is my – did I take my jewelry off before I started drinking? I wasn't even that drunk. Did I take my jewelry off before I started drinking? Um, where is X, Y, and Z, my belongings? The and anxiety I don't, Well, the thing is I don't get anxiety after drinking aside from where's my purse, where's my favorite jacket, and where's my jewelry. That's the only thing that I care about, which the, our guest mentioned. Mm-hmm. The panic. The panic yeah. where you, it's still dark outside and you like get up and you're like, let me go make sure my purse is in another room. I mean, we've all been there. Yeah. I hate when I wake up and my extensions are all ratty and sometimes I don't take, sometimes I don't take my makeup off because I'm such a lazy piece of trash. Oh yeah, sometimes I don't take my makeup off. So and I wake up, it's on. like smeared on my face and I'm like, oh my God, I look like a rat that just crawled out of a dumpster. <laughs> And which is why I'm so excited to try the new business that our guests just started. And without further ado, we're so excited to introduce our guest and we hope you guys love this episode. What is going on, you guys? Happy Friday. Happy hour. Welcome back to another episode of Just Go With It. You know more than we do that Ashley and I love having guests on this podcast and hearing from everyone's perspective from all over the country. And today we have a very special treat. We are speaking with a Texas girl living in New York City, a professional model, host of the Not So Simple Life podcast, and founder of Undo the Booze, Kylie Vanami. We're so excited to speak with you. Thank you so much for joining us, Kylie. Of course. happy to be here and excited to dive into all of the questions you guys have so most important kylie most paramount is if you had to place yourself in a taylor swift era which one would you choose currently like which one are you in yeah which one are you you could do aesthetically and also emotionally there's two different avenues I'm in such a speak now era right now, obviously just with the new album coming out, Taylor's version, like I'm just like on cloud nine. Um, I was also scouted at a Taylor Swift concert and that was- Let's get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Abby wants to know why that's not happening with her. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's my dream. I'm so delusional. So people who know me, I grew up watching America's Next Top Model, my favorite show. I know it's like- and like super not PC now but back in the day like that show was the shit and I used to watch it all the time and I for some reason would think that whenever I'd go out in public that I would just be like scouted at a mall like every kid's dream like oh you belong in Disney Channel like plucked from the sky but that actually happened to you so yeah let's hear the story because that's insane it's a thing and like not just me like it's interesting for all of us girls to find out from each other like what happened some girls just have you know like a little agent in their small town who like they applied to and then people have like crazy stories I would like to think mine's a little a little crazy um and fun and unexpected so yeah I was at the Taylor Swift concert when I was just about 16 it was a couple days before my 16th birthday and I got this crazy growth spurt when I was like 15 years old. I was always short. And then I started growing two inches every Please six tell months. us how tall you are because I'm a tall girl too. I'm 5'10 and a half. How tall are you? <gasps> I'm 5'10 and a half. It's a good height. What about you? Let's share shoes. Oh, I am a mere 5'4 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mom is 5'3 and my dad is 5'9. So we always joke oh. around that I'm like the mailman's daughter. <laughs> but... <laughs> Abby's dad is like a linebacker, so. Yeah. <laughs> See, well, it um, makes sense for you at least. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I got this crazy growth spurt and basically started getting like family friends saying like, oh, you should model. I was always petite, but definitely was not tall. And I still had braces on and, you know, family friends, they always say you're the most beautiful thing in the whole world. So like we didn't really take it serious. And then at this concert, this woman comes running up to me and she was like, hi, are you a model? And I was so like weirded out. I'm like, no, definitely not. And she's like, well, I think you're beautiful. Can I take a couple pictures of you? Shut up. still have those pictures in like my archive. I looked so terrified. I had my little <laughs> chevron dress on and my fake Chanel and my blue nails and way too much bronzer and an orange spray tan. Hilarious. But um, you remember which tour was it so that we could place I it in the I think it was red. 
Okay, that would make sense for the chevron. I want to say it was red. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, she handed me her card and I didn't like really think it was that exciting until I looked and it said Ford models. And I only knew that from America's Next Top Model because a couple seasons you won a Ford contract. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's kind of where it all started at Taylor Swift. (laughs) And was this in Texas? It was. It was in Dallas. Okay, How so special. then what happens next? I know Abby wants to, like, go back 10 years. So <laughs> then what happens next? Do you have to tell your mom, like, this isn't a scam. This is not a trafficking scam. It is real. Like, or was she gung-ho? So she went through the same, like, emotions I did, basically. We were actually sitting in different sections, and we were a little late to the concert. So it was more like, uh, here, mom, here's this card. Someone just scouted me. We got to go to our seats. You got to go to your seats. And um, she texted me, holy shit, Ford models. Like I've seen this before. So from there, we had to meet the scout the next day in Dallas to take some more pictures. And then um, from there, I, I think I ended up signing like three months later. And the rest is history. And the rest is history. Yeah. It's crazy how long it's been now. I'm like, Almost. I always say like I haven't been full-time modeling since about 19. I finished out high school, moved to New York, started college, and then until it was busy enough, which was at about 19, I stayed in school. Okay. So I was wondering if you forewent college or if you did a two-for-one with that. So you moved to New York. Did you move alone? I guess for college, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I moved alone. So they basically, I went to Pace University, so private university downtown. They just gave me great scholarships. I mean, the school up here is like absolutely absurd. Um, So yeah, it was, it was definitely school. There was no experience. The city was my experience really. So um, as soon as I got busy enough, it became really hard. I had about, I had some college credits done from high school. So I was about a year and a half in and only one year at actual college. And then it was like, every day was like, I'm missing notes. I'm missing a test or I'm missing a casting or a shoot. It was just like, I couldn't win either way. So I had to pick one Mm -hmm. or the other. And I went with the modeling, which I was not mad about (laughs) dropping out of school. And yeah, it's been, it's been great. But now I'm like, I can't, I can't imagine going back. I always used to say I would, but I don't know now. Yeah. I promise not all of our questions are about your modeling, but I think (laughs) it's so exciting and fun. So you've been in Vogue, Elle, Harper's Bazaar, on the runway for Chanel Versace, all of these really amazing brands, really, really well-known publications and everything. What is like, what would you say is a turning point in your career when you were like, wow, like I'm actually like this is a really big deal. And also what's just been like some of the most exciting projects you've worked on personally. Yeah. So it was definitely like a very clear moment. So when they first brought me to New York, so they originally signed me in LA and I was doing good out there. I just had like a young, like girl next door, like from Texas, super blonde look. And so LA, it did well, but then you come to New York and it's like a whole different ball game. It's like different style, mm-hmm. different look, high fashion. And like, I just hadn't had that figured out yet. Really. I mean, even like I look back, like my clothes were horrible. Like, I don't know how I went to castings <laughs> with some of these clothes, like ridiculous. Um, thought I was living in Texas still, but, um, <laughs> yeah. So they basically in New York, like we're only sending me to small jobs. Like prom dress shoot Dillard's like I um nothing exciting really and like I really wanted to do runway so I went to Miami there's another branch of my agency in Miami and I did swim week there and I did really well there because again I had like that long blonde hair tan skin and when I came back the New York agents were like wow she looked like really great up there and like my agents were like they want to talk to you down there and down there was like the big agents and I'm like oh my god so I sat down with them and they told me look we're gonna send you to see one of five casting directors there's five casting directors in this industry who can make you we're gonna send you to the one that we think is the best fit and like if it goes well like big things will happen like we're ordering you an Uber, get out of here. Like they hardly oh talked to me because they didn't want like to get me nervous or anything. And I went and But were you nervous already anyway? I think a little nervous, but like if I would have known like what this guy like did for so many models, I would have been way more nervous. I didn't even know his name. So I showed up, I walked, and like 30 minutes later I got a call that I was on hold for an exclusive show for Alexander Wang, Versace, and Saint Laurent. So it was like that was the turning point. I went from That's like a so little cool. small swimwear line with seven girls on the runway to like Alexander Wang the next week. So that was 
that was the big moment and it was like crazy exciting even though they chopped up my hair and changed my look but it all that and you just have so to say wild. do whatever yeah. <laughs> honestly with these like big people in fashion like if you say no like you lose the job so like yeah, you you're gotta, cut. Like, put your ego aside the hairdresser whose major was like I'm cutting all this girl's hair off they showed like they showed me a picture of a surfer boy and I'm like, oh, surely oh. my agents will say no. Like, let me just, like, reach out to them first. And they were like, if you don't let Guido cut your hair, like, they're cutting you from the show and you lose all these shows. I'm like, cut the hair. <laughs> and you said, cut it off. It'll grow back. <laughs> I know. It took too long. So <laughs> did you do pageant stuff in high school or how did you know how to do runaway stuff from your the small Did you learn you from America's before? Next Top Model? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> totally from the show. No, I did cheer. So like, but I don't think that really helped. I think one thing that people don't know about modeling is like, you just get thrown into it. You do not like get any help. Like your first shoot, you just like are standing there and you just have to like figure it out, read the room, like do something, see if they liked that, like try something else if not. So runway, like my agents gave me like a little like briefing before shows but you kind of just got to get up there and like do your best so cool abby's like taking notes furiously <laughs> scribbling <laughs> so fun so i'm assuming so you've done new york fashion week mm-hmm. taking a wild guess how many times have you done it eight nine ten oh, maybe a veteran. i feel like i've lost count i actually like just sat out this one because my family had a trip to cabo and i was like oh well that was kind of nice like now it's just like after like you get through the excitement of the first few, like then it's just like it is so much work. I mean, like yeah, you're up just late show night, after show, long lines, show after show, hair and makeup like a million times. Like your feet get blistered, everyone gets sick. Like just when you think you like get enough time to like go sit down and have a meal rather than like eating it in a taxi, you get sent to another casting. Like it's just like actual chaos. Damn. Now it's become honestly more like the influencer Olympics. Yeah. People have been talking about how it used to yeah. be like really respected and now like Paris Fashion Week is much more like respected in the fashion world. Do you feel like that's true? Yeah, even like I didn't know at the time, but like even when I started with Alexander Wang in New York, that was still like a major major show, but New York was like on its way out at that time as mm-hmm. well. Like it's all about Paris now. So, um you can still do some good ones, but if you want yeah, to not experience the influencer Olympics and you want to see a real like, amazing front row, you've got to get to Paris. I feel like as just a bystander and someone going to watch, it almost is more fun to go to the influencer Olympics version because <laughs> you get to see like the fashion show, but also like all these influencers just frolicking, taking their content everywhere. It's so crazy. so crazy. It's just like such a like interesting thing. Like I've like made friends with some of them, but like even then, like the ones I'm friends with, like when they get into their content stuff, I'm just like, I can't relate. Like, <laughs> it's so you wild. Do you, girl, you look great. <laughs> yeah. What is something, like I said, we don't have to talk about this forever, but we are fascinated. What is something that people would not expect from behind the scenes? I know that you said they, you know, chopped all your hair off, but what's something else that is totally unexpected? It's a great question. I feel like there's a lot. Um, You're like assigned to NDAs. I can't. Yeah. (laughs) No, thank God. Sometimes, but not always. I would say, I guess just like the criticism is real and it's not Mm. always like the worst experience in the whole world. Like someone just absolutely like trashes your look, but like just so many small one-off comments all the time and just like little things like, oh, let's not put her in the skirts. Like, let's keep her in the pant looks. It's like, well, what's the problem with, you know, so-and-so in the skirts? Like, just little things like that. They didn't like that girl's legs. And like, oh, like, she only looks good with her hair up. There's just, like, so much criticism. Like, models really go through it. And, like, models, a lot of which – are very strong, but there's a lot who like, you know, have lifelong issues because of the industry. Like I just have like a lot of respect for like, especially these showgirls. I mean, I still do shows, but like these girls who do like 40 shows every single season, like some for eight years now, just from when I first started, like those girls really go through it too. So I, I would say like people think models like have perfect looks and perfect everything and such a glamorous life and it's so easy and like how do you complain about working on a runway like it's hard work and like 
it's it's like any industry I always say like pros and cons to every job wow all this health and wellness talk has really got me thinking about my journey with first form shout out to first form for sponsoring this episode and being our partner all summer long all year long all summer long first form you're the best and I'll tell you why If anyone's interested in trying to increase their protein intake, that's all the rage these days, much like other things we talked about in this episode. They have the best meat sticks, protein bars, et cetera, et cetera. I could go on and on. They have the pumpkin spice flavor. Have you tried that one, Ashley? No, but you keep telling me to. Yeah. I think it's really good. Um, And also just we love a seasonal flavor, like pumpkin spice protein bars. Like so fun. Cute. Love it. Um, I just ordered some more chocolate chip cookie dough ones, which I really like that flavor as well. Um, and then they also have all the supplements under the sun if you're looking to get your greens in. If you're looking to get different protein powders, they have like 5 million flavors of that as well. I like to put the collagen in my coffee every morning. They have flavored collagen. There's so many ways to get involved. And Ashley and I are obsessed with their apparel. I have all of their sports bras in like the rainbow assortment of Yeah, I cleaned out basically everything. I'm mm-hmm. also a big tank top to like go for a run-in or something like that Mm -hmm. so I've cleaned that out as well (laughs) yeah send me some of the tank tops you like too because I'm about to go on on tank top uh purchasing journey but we also are obsessed with their tennis dresses Ashley and I have the white ones if you want to match with us go ahead and get yourself one I would size up a little bit just because they're kind of snug but first forms where it's at and if you'd like to support our show and support your own health and wellness journey check out the link in our show notes and support us thanks and yeah, so obviously the industry is known for not known for having great mental health um, in general. I feel like there's a lot of pressure and like you said, a lot of criticism and a lot of toxicity that goes around. What is something that you did to kind of stay strong mentally through that? Because you seem like you've handled it and you have like really good head on your shoulders. Thank you. Um, I would say like just being able to separate yourself from it, like you're not your job, like just because, you know, so-and-so sits at a computer and does accounting all day, like doesn't like mean anything about like who they are as a person. And it's like exactly the same as modeling, like you have to separate yourself from it and like separate yourself from the people in it as well. Like if I only had model friends, like I would lose my mind. Like I do have a ton of model friends and some of them like never want to talk about modeling, but some of them like that's all they talk about. And like, this is supposed to be our free time. We're not supposed to be talking about work and like just finding the things outside of the industry that make you happy and like staying very consistent with them. So like on my days off, which we do have a fair amount of days off, it's not always consistent. Like I don't do anything modeling wise. I don't hardly brush my hair. I wear comfortable (laughs) clothes and like go, you know, on a walk around the city or I, I go like, I don't know. I just like try to do things outside of the fashion industry that just make me happy. And I just found those things and I stick to them. And one of those things led you to starting a business, which is really exciting. We love a woman business owner. We love talking about it. So undo the booze. Tell us about the creation and the ideation behind that and like how that all got started. Yeah. So my second life, Um, (laughs) undo the booze is a hangover prevention supplement. So it's an herbal supplement that you take when you're done drinking to help prevent hangovers. And it really does go hand in hand with the fashion industry and like why I started it. Because in fashion, like number one, there's not a lot of balance. Like I said, like even in fashion week, you don't even have time to like sit down and like have a meal. So you're just like shoving snacks down your throat all day or, you know, you have a big shoot coming up and you feel like you need to like work out super hard to like look better than ever. And like, there's just all these things in fashion that can really throw you off balance. And drinking was one of them for me, not in a toxic way, just in the sense of me going to an event and there's lots of cocktails there and important people there. And sometimes you need some liquid courage. Sometimes you want to have fun and then you'd wake up the next day and you just like feel horrible. Like, wake up and go to set and have no energy like I just was always struggling with like how do I go to these events and go hang out with friends and get drinks with colleagues after a shoot but like also wake up and like be a functioning member of society tomorrow so I started making my own supplement packs on my kitchen floor and like 
hand one pack out here and one pack here and everyone's like, hi, Lily, I don't know what this is, but it's working. I feel good today. And that just kept happening over and over again. And eventually I kind of got to work and I found a doctor in a lab and got some samples, passed those out to about 50 people and was like, I need honest opinions only. Like, don't tell me you like it and you actually hate it because then I'm going to launch a business that's going to fail. And everyone was super optimistic about it, loved it. So we launched and now we're How exciting. just at over one year. So that's so exciting. First of all, congratulations. Thank you. When you decided to take it to that next step and find a scientist to help work on the product with you. How did you do the scouting process? How do you? (laughs) How does one like go through that? Because that sounds like so hard. Also, correct me if I'm wrong. You are a supplement prevention, whereas liquid IV is purely hydration, right? Yeah. So that's one thing that people get confused about. Like liquid IV is hydration and electrolytes, none of which we do in our formula. We go deeper. We've got, you know, the key vitamins and minerals. We've got herbs for liver support, adaptogens for like the mental side effects, which is my thing. I'm a anxiety girly. Um, So yeah, we, when people tell us like, oh, I love liquid IV or I love my electrolytes, I'm like, put them together and you've got the dream team. Like it's not really like it's apples and oranges, but Yeah, honestly, business is like hilarious. I have a team of five now and like I just always try and like tell people like we're just figuring this out along the way, like no egos and like those very first steps, like literally just like calling doctors in my life and calling people that I know who like has a CBD brand or, you know, made a protein powder, just someone who even started any kind of business, just calling and asking. It's as much as it's a competitive world entrepreneurship, it's very, it's very supportive. People love to help you because they also built it from the ground up. So one connection led to another and then I got a doctor behind me and then the doctor knew of someone who had a lab in Florida and then the Florida lab knew somebody in Utah who can package it for me. And like one thing led to another. And then I want to say that's America, baby. Yeah. (laughs) American dream. We're doing it. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at your website and it's really, really good. I like the branding and the sleek packaging of everything. Who who came up with the name? The name was me. The name was the hardest decision ever. Oh my God. Like, I'm sure you guys even remember it with your podcast. Of course. And we don't even get us. Abby Abby gets so mad about it. She wants to switch it now. Um, I keep thinking, yeah, I think of like a better name that we could have called it like once every three months. (laughs) And I get, I I re become angry. I'm like, damn, we really just. Yeah, I know, and all the ones you fell in love with, like someone had. Yeah, and and it's too late now for another podcast. Um, So. I was going to ask something. Oh, so since you did scientists near me and you like started asking the question, can you explain anxiety and why we have yeah. that? Do you have an answer for me? <laughs> yeah. So alcohol is a depressant at the yes. end of the day. So a downer. It's a downer. So when you, ex- when your body experiences the alcohol leaving your system, like you start getting those side effects of that depressant, of that downer. And Also, it's a lot of stress in the body. So for me, it was waking up at 4.30 in the morning, so anxious, feeling for all my jewelry, checking my phone. I'm always worried my purse is missing. Yes. (laughs) My purse is a big one. Even if I didn't get wild, you know, two or three drinks, it's not like, you know, who did I piss off last night? It's just like, oh my God, let me just make sure in case though. And like all the whole next day, just like feeling off, just really feeling like, half a human, you know? So what we did was we put these adaptogens in there. So ashwagandha, for example, like helps with just general stress in the body. We've got reishi mushrooms, which help to just bring your mental clarity up and help with focus and energy. So we have nothing in our formula that necessarily will energize you, but these like natural adaptogens will help to support your body and building more energy the next day rather than just being down all day. So luckily, like I said, I had a doctor on our team who was able to like help me pick out all of these, but these were all things that I was actually already taking before. Like every morning I take, I take an adaptogenic blend. I'm a big fan of them because life is hard. You don't sleep well one night or you, you know, ate a 
ton of sugar the night before or you, you know, have so much on your plate and like, you know, so many things go on in life that throw us off mentally. And I feel like adaptogens are like such a little superpower that not everybody knows about. For sure. I'm trying to get more into the supplement world just because I have a really hard time like even just getting like a healthy amount of vegetables and fruits every day. And I think most Americans honestly struggle (laughs) with that too. So just like green powders and all these different things, it's hard because there's so much on the market. It's like overwhelming. It's so overwhelming, but I think the most important thing is just setting yourself up for success. So I used to be like so amazing with supplements. I had like a morning, a midday and a night pack, but like eventually like I just stopped taking them and like, it's just about like doing what you can, even if it's just a little bit. So this is going to sound crazy, but I take like gummy vitamins in the morning. Like I'm a sweet girl. I love my gummy candy and I will never skip my morning vitamins because I wake up and I'm so ready for those gummies. And I talked to the doctor who helped us make undo the booze and he's like, that's okay. It's better than nothing. Like at least you're getting your probiotics Mm. from your gummies. And I'm like, okay. So it's hard, but like, as long as you like find something that works for you, some people love the drinks, like the athletic greens, like just something that like you can stay consistent with. Cause if you overdo it, you'll you'll bust at some point. Yeah. It's hard. It's like more like consistency over perfection, just like the gym. Like we're not going to always make it every single day, but as long as we keep showing up and don't get too hard on ourselves, like, and keep going, it's, that's, what's important. Yeah. And finding one that you like that you want to go back Mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to talk also some beauty, wellness, and fitness tips that the common man can, (laughs) common man can work into their life. We can start with beauty first. Mm-hmm. What what's your what's your rundown? What can yeah, are you a beauty guru after you've had your I, hair and makeup yeah. done a thousand times? <laughs> I feel so spoiled. I am like such a product junkie, like when it comes to anything beauty, almost too much. Like I actually just got back from a trip and all my essential stuff was obviously packed and I have been so lazy and didn't want to unpack and it's like I can still find everything I need in my cabinet. Like I have like total excess, but with Beauty, I would say consistency, number one, which is, you know, kind of obvious, but the the more consistent I became with my skin was like when I really started to like achieve the best skin of my life and consistent facials. And I know that's like not something that everybody can do, but it does not have to be expensive. Consistent can be like one a season at a bare minimum, but like if you can do one a month, if you have that luxury, like makes such a difference. I have like this girl in the city who I love, skincare by Alina, but it's definitely a bougie facial. So I only see her a few times a year. But then I found this place called Silver Mirror that's like an $80 monthly facial and it's $40, no frills, no robes, but like you get all the stuff done to your face. And that has really made a big difference because even if you feel like you don't need it, you get in there and they're always like, oh my God, you're so congested. I'm like, I felt good coming in here. Yeah, I thought I'd never looked better. (laughs) Yeah. Are you an elaborate skincare routine or a small? I know you said you have a million products, but a million steps. I guess that's up for interpretation. That that is true. Well, then how long does it take you? That's where we can (laughs) interpret. I'm quick, but I do have, let's see, I have three serums, an eye cream, a moisturizer, a face mist, and a lip balm, plus my cleansers. Yeah, I mean more than me, but less than some people. Less I'm than sure. some is what some I was going to say. Some people go really, really crazy. <laughs> some people are spending all night there at the sink. Yeah, no, yeah. I can get done. A couple squirts, splash it everywhere, a little yeah. on the neck. But I do have one product that, beauty wise, has changed my skin and so many of my friends around me, and they're like all different skin types, of course. They are these wipes from Aya's Clinicals. It's called it's called their I'm peel system. So okay. it's like a one-two wipe. I know everybody knows that Dennis Gross one-two wipe, but this one is like way better. It's the first wipe is exfoliating and the second wipe is um, like the hydrating replenishing one. They are expensive. I want to say they're like for like 10 of them, but it's something you want to do like once a week or once every two weeks or before like a big night out, you literally glow for like two days after them. Like they are insane. My friend has really textured skin. She's like, it's completely taken down my texture. Like 
I haven't met anyone yet who doesn't like them. Oh, wow. So that's one product that I like to recommend because I can feel you, like it's working. Also, can you say what the name is again? IS Clinicals okay. Peel System. Okay. Fun. Yeah. And there, actually, there is this website, Derm to Door. I don't know if my code still works there, but I think I have a code that I can give you guys at the end of this. So if they have them on there, because okay. I've ordered them there before and we have 20% off. So. Oh, perfect. Crossing my fingers, it still works. I'll find out for y'all. Okay, so perfect. That's beauty. Next on the trifecta, fitness. <laughs> yeah, fitness. I are love you, fitness. Are you a cycle girly? I am. You're giving me cycle energy. <laughs> That's so funny you said that. I Do you like to ride the bike? <laughs> I went to Soul Cycle this morning and they brought over a card with hearts on it that said like the happy 200 classes. I'm like, oh, like the like, real... Uh, Psycho I am. Like, I think I put it on my Instagram story and was like, yep, like all the crazy people do. But um, I do love SoulCycle. For me, fitness is just about mixing it up. Like, Mm -hmm. I have found three or four workouts that I really like. And the night before, I kind of just sit down and, like, think about what I'm going to want the next morning. So, like, I thought I was going to have plans with a girlfriend last night. So I was, like, probably going to be more tired in the morning. Like, I need to do a soul cycle. Soul cycle gets my energy up. I love Pilates for like just the stretching and the toning aspect of it. Um, I don't like running as much anymore, but there's this treadmill class in the city that's half Pilates, half treadmill and like 20 minutes on the treadmill is like perfect for me. I love, love walking, honestly, so underrated, like an hour long walk, like is good for the soul and like good for the body, but it's just about being intuitive with it. Like I used to be so psycho, like every day, hardcore, something crazy. And I feel like your body doesn't want that. And your body doesn't really like do what you want it to do when you're forcing yourself to overdo it. So it's just about like mix for me, it's mixing it up. I think it's everything. I think it really helps. Yeah, I agree. I could not do the same kind of workout every single day. I think I'd go a little bit crazy. (laughs) totally so boring that it's like that's when you stop going because you're just like Mm -hmm. over it and it's not doing what your body wants totally and then wellness you said that you're taking your gummies every morning Uh, so so those are just like an all-encompassing vitamin right well so I take ollie probiotic and then I take um this cured nutrition supplement it's a cbd supplement but mostly adaptogens it's called rise And that I've been taking for like two years straight. And it's got like, I want to say reishi, ashwagandha. It's got a couple amazing um, adaptogens that I take before I work out in the morning. So I wake up, I do water, I take my two supplements, and then I do coffee after. Um, And then other than that, I've been really bad lately. My only supplements are my undo the booze. But like the doctor always told us is like, so many people in this country are just so undernourished when it comes to nutrients. Like people will feel good no matter like when they take undo the booze. Cause we've just got so many great vitamins, herbs, and minerals in there. So that's where I think I'm getting, I just got blood work done and I was like, wow, my B12 is great. I'm like, oh, <laughs> ingredient and undo the booze. Like yeah. all of our main ingredients, I was like top of the line for You're um, like, I'm full of those. <laughs> I know. I'm like, does that mean I'm drinking too much? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so will you ever take them just because undo the booze just for fun? Yeah. Because yeah. it I'm is feeling- a vitamin thing. Exactly. Yeah. If I'm feeling like super off, I'll definitely take them. Like yeah. if I feel like I need a little kick or I feel like just tired or even if I'm getting sick, we've got 500 milligrams of liposomal vitamin C2, which is like all the rage and definitely mm. so good. All for the rage. Too. It's all the rage. <laughs> I know people. Do, I actually didn't say that first. Someone said that to me when I was like, we've got the liposomal vitamin C and she's like, oh, it's all the rage. So like dystopian. <laughs> <laughs> so capital hunger games it's all the rage <laughs> liposomal it's really fancy yeah but um funny. yeah so I will take that but my number one wellness tip that is just like I think beauty wellness mindset all the things is cold plunging oh, it is, this it really is all the rage people it, are always is. cold plunging it's the always best plunging. honestly like for my body, I feel like it loosens my muscles. It wakes me up. It like, I feel like it like tightens my skin. Like before no, shoot, I know this sounds crazy. Say. 
That's what Warren Bostick says. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. The thing is, I've tried to hop into even just an ice cold shower. I tried every few months and I can't even... (laughs) I hate it can't so yeah. much. I can't handle Shower's it. Shower is harder. I like, you know. <laughs> oh, you think so? I would rather like put some ice in my bathtub okay. and, you know, get in there for like one minute. Something about the moving water of the shower <laughs> okay, so is like, I'm so good you. at cold plunging, but I'm terrible <laughs> at the shower. I got 20 seconds under my bathtub. I'm like hiding in the corner away from it the whole time. Um, <laughs> I know, like, well, I'll put my right arm in and then yeah. my left arm. I'm like, well, that's just, all I got. Just my hands are tight. Okay. I'd like to, to paint a little picture for everyone. 13-year-old oh, okay. oh. Abby at oh, your basketball dad's screaming camp. at you? No. <laughs> But good guess, Ashley. Um, Abby at basketball camp, we had like this really intensive, like three, either three or four days, like 12 hour days where you're playing basketball. I don't know why seventh graders were paying to be part of this, but we were in my body to this day. I'm now 25. I can still remember the pain of how sore I was during those camps in the summer. And my dad being an athlete his entire life would force me little seventh grade girl to take ice baths, like really, really intense ones. And I'd have to like sit in the bathtub and like, I did feel better, but now people are just like doing that for fun. And it's so crazy. It's crazy. I I can only do it after a workout or like, Mm. because then you're like at least hot. Like my boyfriend will just jump in like early in the morning and I'm like, you, my friend are a psychopath. Do you have like a cold plunge near you? Like where are you plunging? Abby's <laughs> so, Googling cold plunge near I you. live in a big building in the city that has like some nice amenities and cold plunge is one of them. So that okay. definitely helps. But um, when I'm not in the city, I will like literally feel like I spent some time home last December and we like literally bought like a horse trough off of Amazon for like 60 bucks. People are doing put- this. The horse trough. You can do it like really low budget and really janky. And sometimes I think those are harder. Like mine is like a filtered system thing here. And like that is not as hard as the, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Something about the ice bucket and the horse trough. Like that's, that's hardcore. (laughs) Abby, you should, Abby's parents live on a farm back home. You should, you should. We have some horse troughs. Probably not. I mean, the horses drink from it. (laughs) So they might kind of miss it if we stole it from them, but Um, (laughs) body oils. <laughs> to close out a little bit, can you tell us real quick about your own podcast, and then we'll close out with all your socials and stuff. But tell us about your own podcast real quick. You have a co-host, yeah. correct? Yeah. What do you I talk have a about co-host. on it? Yeah, her name's Sophie Longford. It started during COVID when, like, I think after everybody had their like fun little stay at home, eat what I want, drink as much as I want phase. Then I feel like Been so there. many, yeah, so many of us were then like, the all right, <laughs> well, now I have all this time. Like, let's like you know. We all had our little healthy phases. So that's when we started it. And it's a health and wellness podcast and where we have guests on almost every episode. So more wellness. More wellness. Honestly, though, like wellness is so broad. We've had like so many crazy conversations, sex therapists, nutritionists. um, We've had astrologers. We've had, you know. Um, people who are skincare experts, makeup artists, like we've really like had a fun. fun little lineup. So um, Sophie and I are putting that on hold for the moment. It's called the Not So Simple Life, but I think we've got just over 100 episodes um, for people to listen to. But right and now wellness is, is evergreen and ever changing. So we can and all continuously learn with the older uh-huh. episodes and all the rage. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's launching a workout platform right now that's amazing it's called shape by sophie and i'm doing undo the booze we're taking a little pause and we'll pick back women up. with many hats many hats mm-hmm. on taking them off switching them on do right. you have any podcast or book recommendations that you think people would either get something from or just find really fun and enjoy yeah so my favorite book if you are interested in starting a business, I definitely recommend Shoe Dog. That was like mm-hmm. such a crazy story, like learning how Nike came to fruition and how it almost failed a million times. Um, for something to pick you up and feel good, like something to help mindset wise, I love Super Attractor by Gabby Bernstein. Mm. Um I had like my boyfriend pushing that on me when I was like kind of in a little slump mentally, like a little stagnant phase. And I finally read just a chapter just to tell him I read it. Now leave me alone. I don't like it. And I fell in love with it. And so many friends have liked it. So that's a good one. 
for anyone confused, it is super attractor, two words, not super attractor, one word, <laughs> which is what I typed into Google just now. You grew up on a farm, right? Yeah, thinking too I much about the I grew up driving trough. a super tractor yeah. at age six. You're back at the horse trough. Yeah, that's funny. Perfect. No, I love like self-help, just motivational, positive books because I, Ashley and I love stories and storytelling. Mm -hmm. So we're very into like movies and like fiction, just like novels and things. But that's a genre that I need to read more of because it's just very like good and it gives you into a positive mindset. It's like something everybody needs. I know I need more fiction in my life because my friends who are obsessed with fi- fiction are like obsessed with fiction. Oh, yeah, totally. So. Yeah, it's just so fun. Like, it's yes. just- what would y'all recommend? What's your favorite fiction book? <sighs> Gosh, what's something that we, we love? Okay, well, okay, I'll start as well. So okay. we we love <laughs> stories about women and like friendship, very like coming of age things because that's kind of just the era of life we're in right now in our twenties. But one of our favorite books that got me back into reading was One Day in December. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. It's okay. just fun and free. It takes place Silver. in London, also, so that's yeah, always two, fun. At Christmas. Two best friend girls in London. There's love interests involved. There's growing up involved. Career changes, relationships with parents. It's, it's all there. And it's the holidays there. are coming, so you should. Get and the that. holidays are coming. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. And what about you? What's your favorite? That's also mine. Oh, oh good. Okay, I'm buying it. Happy places <laughs> also. Okay, second choice. So, Happy places also really good. Group of best friends, same late cast every summer for like ten years. Friend. more friendship that one's also good and it's not big on book talk right now so you can feel included <laughs> yeah you can feel oh, like part of something I know, yeah. i'm so not on book talk it's embarrassing <laughs> um, are, health and are you even talk. a woman then yeah <laughs> um okay perfect go ahead and pimp yourself out where can everyone find you your undo the booze you personally anything else yeah so my personal instagram is kylie vanami that's v-o-n-n-a-h-m-e it's not an easy one i am also on tiktok at that name just trying my best there not really succeeding in that department um in terms of undo the booze we are undo the booze on instagram tiktok and undo the booze.com is where you can purchase it and then our podcast we are just about everywhere you can find your podcasts at the Not So Simple Life podcast. Amazing. Well, it's been so nice chatting with you, Kylie. Thank you for sharing all of your tips and diving into the modeling world with us. Um, So excited to see where Undo the Booze goes. It's such a great idea and such an important thing and so relevant to everyone in their 20s because we all understand anxiety and the feelings that go along with just feeling like absolute shit after drinking. So um, very great. I'm, I will be trying it and some of the skincare stuff because I'm also getting more into that. So I feel like we covered a lot this episode. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been so nice to meet you. you. That was so much fun.